There's no higher compliment than the affection of a Mormon, I've found. That's true. That's true. Because it's non-sexual. <laughs> because it's pure they, love. They love you for you. <laughs> They're not trying to bone you. They just want to give you love. <laughs> Hello again and welcome. I'm Eric Jorgensen. I don't know much. I still listen when they explain how to use your seatbelt on an airplane, but I do have some very smart friends. And if you listen to this podcast, then no matter who, where, or when you are, you do too. Together, we explore how technology investing in entrepreneurship will create a brighter, more abundant future. Today, we're hanging out with Al and Bo, my partners in Rolling Fun, our early stage investment fund. We invest in startups building world-changing technology, and we try to make some money for you as we do. If you're an accredited investor, you can invest alongside us in these companies. Visit rolling.fun to learn more and apply. In this episode, we talk about our three new investments in the first quarter of 2023, including a rare and exciting nuclear startup, which is a lot of fun. We talk about what's going on in the current portfolio, the updates we've got, and we prepare for the barrage of new startups after all these layoffs in tech. But we start by learning how unprepared Al was to buy a cow. And we start talking shop about... 13, 15 minutes in if you don't care about the cows at all. Before we get to our conversation, a very brief partner message. And if you're pulling out your phone to skip this part, it's a great opportunity to leave a review for the show and your podcast player. It is truly a huge help to me and the podcast. Our sponsor for this episode is Athena. Al and I both have executive assistants or EAs through Athena, and we talk all the time about how much they help in our lives. Later on in the episode, Al and I will fight about this, but my Athena EA Ivan has been a huge help for me in building this podcast, starting this fun and writing a book all at the same time. It's simply the best way I've ever found to buy back your time and get more leverage in life. Athena hires, trains, and matches you with a full-time EA who's based in the Philippines. Then they provide guidance and accountability to be sure you and your EA are successful together. They recently added an amazing new feature called Playbooks, which means you don't have to figure out the new systems for your EA. You don't have to teach them everything. You don't have to figure it all out from scratch. You can basically copy paste capabilities from some of the best delegators in the world. And Athena will provide all the materials and all the training for your EA to upskill and deploy them in your life. All you have to do is text them a link and they will add capabilities like automatic present sending for your friend's birthdays, a magically refilling refrigerator, a calendar audit, and much more. Open your browser, type in athenago.com to sign up. There's a wait list to get matched with EAs unless you sign up with my link that's in the show notes. And then you can skip the line and you get your first month free, which is nearly a $3,000 value. That's only during March. So hurry up. Go to athenago.com and sign up right now. There's no commitment required when you do that, and you'll learn something just by going through the next step. If you want to learn more about how to use an EA, the playbooks the experts use, and investing in the corporation of you, check out my episode with Athena's CEO and COO. It's episode number 38. It's overflowing with valuable ideas. I think I'm going to go re-listen to it, actually, as I think about how to kind of integrate more of these playbooks and these routines with Ivan and continually compound the leverage that I have. Once more, athenago.com. Be sure to list me, Eric Jorgensen, as a refer. I only work with sponsors I believe in, whose products I enjoy, and Athena certainly qualifies for both. Now with both ears and everything in between, please enjoy this conversation arriving in three, two, one. What are the life updates? Did you manage to buy a cow? I know you were trying. Oh, yeah. Well, so I, <laughs> I was trying. Literally got in the car to go get them. And the guy was like, oh, he sold me. I, so I was trying to buy two bottle calves where you bottle feed them. Yeah. Right? They're early from like a dairy where they're like, yeah, we have man calves. We don't want these. And so I was like, all right, I'd love to buy them. It's like 50 bucks. I was going to go get them. And then, and then when he said I couldn't, I was like, okay. And I messaged another buddy and he was like, yeah, I got some calves, 400 bucks. But they're like, they're like on grain already. And I was like, that's a big price jump. I'm not ready for that. So then I started looking like, well, what do I have to do to raise a bottle fed calf? And it was like, that's a lot of work. And there's a little cold snap. I'm like, wait, do I need to have a home for it? I thought I could just throw it in the field. 
So it got a little more complicated yeah. as I start. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad when I got in the car and wasn't there because I'd be really signed up for a lot of more work. How much research did you do before? Uh, I was going to say, this is a classic, <laughs> classic case of like uh, good from far, far from good. Yeah. <laughs> you learned a lot after you committed playing with a cow in the, in the playroom. And I was right. like, that cow, but bigger. What if I could do that? Well, so then I yeah. went and talked to, there's a, there's a farm that does like A2 milk. Do you know this study? Yeah, sure, sure. So it's the A2 with... That that like if you're lactose intolerant, you can yeah. drink this milk. Mm. Right, Maybe, it magic. Might, that might be a thing for well, because it's like the the enzyme isn't in it that is yeah, in yeah. the milk that normally adds. So they have a big farm. They're on like 35 acres. They've got like 40 cows, and so I went and looked at that. It was like, maybe you could run some cows here because I'm more about the regenerative farming aspect of this. Yeah. I want like some poop going in the ground and helping yeah. rebuild it and moving you want around. A full so. arc. Just yeah. all the creatures, yeah, but, but very like small. Couple, yeah, no, I don't want it to. I don't it's like want a it family to size, family size arc, convenient like, yeah, one, easy, <laughs> big enough. I need to hire a guy for two hours a morning to come and do the stuff. So yeah. then, when I go on vacation, I don't have to yeah. board my dog. Yeah. So went and saw this. They're way overcrowded. It's huge mud pot pit. The whole place, and I was like, I don't want anything like this. Mm-hmm. But I want a cow. Right. What do I do? So now I'm still. I'm just sort of shopping. I mean, I mean, like now I'm inviting some people to come and run, cow, right? run some cows on there, but the, but I want them moving often so it doesn't turn into the mud pit. And I just put wildflowers down. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot to do. So short answer, no, didn't get a cow. Yeah. Long answer, I am knee deep in trying to get a yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. Problem. In the process, I like yeah. it. And soon you'll be elbow deep in a cow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Delivering a baby. Could you? Look at me. Could you imagine me <laughs> delivering a baby? I mean, I'd be great at it. The cow birth is supposed to be pretty easy. Right? I have an incredible bedside manner. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Hello? Yeah. See you guys. Those are, those are lucky, <laughs> lucky ladies. <laughs> Just going to use the backside of my hand. Very professional. Coming in with they say when a cow is born, you know, the first thing you should see is two hooves mm-hmm. and then the nose. And then it comes out like Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was watching. I didn't that. know that. That was, was amazing. Clark that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, that sounds no, awesome. Obviously, I'm like, man, I, in my mind, it's two back hooves coming out. But no. If they get stuck, they like take this giant like lever and just crank. They like tie up the hooves and like have a ratchet. Yeah. Wait till you see human birth. It is this. The four <laughs> steps to go in and pull ahead. Eric, when you're in that yeah. delivery room. You're going to be in shock. It's the jaws of life. In there. I'm going to be like, it's just like the cows. <laughs> That's right. It's Superman. <laughs> My wife will shoot me yeah. Yeah. instantly. Other life updates. Got new motorcycles for the kids, which is very exciting. The little electric ones. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. awesome. It'll be a good time. Mm. So that's like that's for like them a- to ride over those bridges that don't have like rails yeah. on them. Yeah. yeah. I built another bridge, too. I'm, I got <laughs> another trail in the other direction. I used the telephone poles for this one. So like a more stable, right? Yeah, now, that's more great. stable, it's awesome. wider yeah. than three foot. But we'll see. We'll see. Nice. So, a lot of daredevil. Lot of, I mean, the, as those as the weather changes, my life gets dramatically better. Yeah. Yeah, the Daredevil Dones. That's me, Tear, man. Tearing Here up I the am. woods. Yeah. Mostly just youth basketball, man. That's and, the world we're living in these days. And personal chef. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been like two months. A lot of cooking and a lot of hoops. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, good what, that's what we're into. Yeah. Yeah. No, every time we come over, Bo just tells us about the breakfast he made. Sous vide bacon last night. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Sous vide bacon experiment. <laughs> tell us how you know bacon's done right. It's just, <laughs> let me just tell you, the sous vide bacon, delicious, also not worth the hassle. Let me just mm-hmm. save everybody the time. It's not hard. Just put, you just put it in the oven. Make Al mad. I hate oven bacon. <laughs> I hate it. No, Bo's, he says the perfect bacon is when it cracks, but it's it's still connected on the inside. It's still yeah. chewy. Yeah. Right? So you, so you get the crisp. And it hangs in there, so you get that uh, that little payoff. And I didn't know that. I'm very happy if my bacon shatters when I look at it. Oh, really? I'm happy. I'm I'm fine with that. I burned bacon for the first time this last week, and that was a sad, sad moment, but still good. You made it pretty far without burning bacon. Yeah, that's a good life. Forty years, not bad. No burning bacon. <laughs> not, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. <laughs> what about you, man? You were. Well, I've mostly been working on this fund. Have you guys heard about fundamentally it? Fundamentally ill for a moment. Mostly working on this fund. <laughs> very, very briefly. I'm back. We're fine. It was it was short lived, but yeah, just working hard. About to publish this book. We're almost you, done. Really? We're almost done. Everything's like coming together. Waiting on the illustrations. Waiting on the foreword. But like almost done with who's, the manuscript. Who's drawing things for you? Jack Butcher. He's yeah. the man. That's not Fiverr. That's Visualized true. value. No, no, no. Oh, he's, yeah. he's his stuff is so good. 
Yeah, it's, it's really, what, really what awesome. Is like if, so how many illustrations will be in a book? Depends how many gets done in the time. I is mean, like a couple, 20? Probably, probably 10, to, 10 to 20, uh-huh. I guess. But he's been working on them for a while. There, it's it's going to be awesome. His work is sweet. Like, yeah. Are you ready to move on to the next subject? Have you stared at Balaji Wisdoms too long? I'm ready. Yeah. Like, I mean, two or three years on like one. I mean, he's got a ton of ideas, but like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm ready to like. Can you do, do the, the next, next one thing. faster? Yeah. Yeah. This one was faster than Naval. I think the next one will be even faster. When but, do you when do you get like the like the the book workshop where you just throw it to a bunch of twenty six year olds and they magically write exactly the book you want? I think after the next one, really. I think that the, after this, I'm it's gonna, like here is the recipe. Now yeah, you guys can cook the food and I'll stamp it. Organize yeah, this, it like that. So like this is a this is what James Patterson does. Like, yeah, no. this is how he has scaled yeah. like quality ish. Right. No, this is what I want. He the like, James Patterson model for, yeah. for, Wait, for like yeah. writing Which these books. James Patterson, what books? He, he did like All Jack of the books. Ryan, like a ton oh, of these yeah. thrillers and spy thrillers. It's got to, it's, like, it's, some it has to be hundreds. Comic like it has to be hundreds of books, literally hundreds of books. And it's because he has like a, he has an engine to create the books that come out in his voice and his style. I mean, it's the most unbelievable, like high leverage, yeah. like book creation thing. And they're all good. Like, it's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> he works with co-authors. He's that's, just like, here's my outline. Like, Tom you Clancy take it and write thing, the book. Man. You're like, how did you write this? Man? Yeah. These are all fantastic. I mean, there's different people. Like, Danielle Steele does it by working like 20 hours a day and abandoning her family. And like, that's just all she does is write. And James Patterson is like, I'm going to hire a couple of collaborators. In the book, she's probably the happiest person alive. Man, she's just you read one of those, you say you're doing great, (laughs) yeah, you're having a fun time. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna experiment with some of the like school scale up stuff and different formats and stuff after, after, but you think you got one more to do before you're ready for that? Yeah, okay, okay, I think so. Is the next one still Elon? Even I want it, controversy, I want it to be, yeah, I don't like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. I I like the controversy, like, he doesn't historically get into all his own controversies already. No, I'm like a few like these books are about finding like the most helpful things someone has ever said in their public lives yeah. and like compiling all that. Like I don't give a shit it, like but, about the ten percent stuff that everybody disagrees with and wants yeah. to fight about. Yeah, it's it's been funny to watch. I mean, Twitter has fundamentally not changed for me at all. Mm-hmm. But like, also, I feel bad that I'm not angrier. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, should I really? Are we supposed to? I don't know. I I yeah. still use it. I actually use it. I don't hate the for you page, and that feels controversial to me. Yeah, I mean it, the the link aggregator thing. Like, there's a bunch of good stuff in there. Once you're, I still remember when when Zuck launched the newsfeed man and just like, this is bullcrap. And like huge millions of people telling yeah. him he's wrong. He's like, screw you guys. This is way better. It's like you guys know you're all using it like another two hours a day, yeah. right? Like, I got you. Like, yeah. Also, V one of the newsfeed was the best V one or best newsfeed. So and so updated a photo. They did this. Oh, yeah. thing. It was all like your friends doing stuff. That was what I wanted. To there wasn't even ads back then. No, I'll tell you. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And you were like, "This is cool." Feels. I remember the biggest complaint. It felt too voyeuristic. It's like you know, if somebody changed their relationship status, and like as a single guy, I was like, "Man, <laughs> <laughs> I got push notifications on that." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And our parents were all yelling at us. So they're like, you, "Stop putting public information online!" And now, like, they are spending hours a day, like, it, it's it, telling that, me what that Debbie did. Is, that part is terrifying, right? Well, you remember? Do, do you guys remember somebody did like the lollipop video where you'd like? launch it give it access to your thing and then it like shows pictures of your kids playing in the playground and the guy in a creepy vi- you don't remember this no no i uh, didn't fall for that i one. have to find it because <laughs> it's fantastic it's all just like whatever your profile is open to it'll build this story around it that should freak you out and like convince you to lock down your settings and it was like, oh very well done nice work i'll find it i'll find it. it's a good time don't send it to us all right, you want to do? You want to do some work? You don't remember the creepy man video? That's so weird. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, it was fun. Uh, all right, Al, Al, you should go first. You got, you got two. Yeah, you led two deals this quarter. Oh, I'm um, I'm on the agenda. Al bought a cow. That's great. Yeah? <laughs> Question mark. I needed to know. I was um, subscribed for cow updates. I also like that you didn't look at the agenda until no, I eleven minutes into no, this. <laughs> You're making me look bad, or I'm making me look bad by doing what I do. Okay, yeah, we had, uh, we did have two investments that came through, through like with me as a sponsor this month yeah. or this quarter, which were exciting. So first is Faster Better. Faster Better comes from Matt Ellis and team. They built Cloudability. Matt Ellis, Matt Ellis is a very good friend of mine. He built 
cloudability by like he built this 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 little tool that like monitored his AWS usage and told him where he could say and like he built it for himself and then enabled it for like a couple of friends and then they told their friends and it was literally like a like a automated spreadsheet that he would do a thing and then and then he had like you know nobody was paying him any money for it and then this company like finally mess his their like finance department messages him and it was like hey this one offline he's like we you don't pay me for it like <laughs> what, what do you care they're like if you take this down we will sue you like we need this tool this, this is how we run our business and so he's like okay now i'll professionalize and make it a thing and then turn into a great big company that, that did great so they sold that i think last year two years ago and then that whole founding team like the cto and the bb and all those guys moved together sort of band together on this and they're all working on faster better which is like that was our first one where where we sort of you know if it's people that we love we follow them pretty regularly and say all right we want to be a part of whatever you do so that that's that's our first move on it the second one is faster better is actually a great idea so they're tackling things like like for my inbox management i use a, a tool called samebox i also pay for superhuman you know like i do all this work to try and get my email to not suck and you have an ea and I have an EA, dude, I, like, yeah. like I will spend whatever it is to try and like make that protocol manageable for me. An Athena EA. An Athena EA. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I was like, I told my EA, I was Thank like, you, Athena. I was like, would you leave Athena? Can I just poach you from them and give you all the money? Because they drive no value to me, <laughs> but you're great. Sorry, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, <laughs> Well, and EA, we can man, fight about that if you want. I, I actually, that would be an interesting debate because, yeah, my satisfaction surveys are all like, you're great. I think that your service, Athena, drives so little value to you. That being said, I don't know her before Athena. So they might have yeah. done dramatic improvements with her. And then, like, I'm I mean, they train, they coach, they feedback, yeah. they like yeah. give them playbooks. No, I like the of idea of it. I like the idea of it. But she's, but like, I'll talk to her and I'll be like, doesn't anybody teach you how to book a flight? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody knew. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, dang it. Why am I flying to Memphis? This is wrong. <laughs> so, I can so, hear like Chris, Chris Ho is the new, uh, he's a new investor of ours and sent a, another deal that we're going to talk about in a second. He's the chief client officer at Athena. I so, mean, I love I can Athena. hear him screaming at me right now. Like there's a flight booking <laughs> class. She just didn't go to it. I love Athena. I have 90 pages written about how to book a flight. <laughs> it, it, like I yelled at him. I yelled at him at last quarterly because I was like, I was like, I have to put so much of my energy in teaching them how to be well because because it's hard I, I think i think what i'm used to is like an ea that's great at great at scheduling and calendars and stuff and like amazing at that and then everything else is like iffy yeah and i think an athena ea is more like they're they're okay at that but they're also okay at like a thousand other things it's more wrong clay i think yeah like, yeah 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 and I, yeah that's I, I spent a lot of time just being like you go learn i, I want you to go learn this skill because yeah. I need you to have it, and like, well, I think what's what mm. killed me was like I started with a with a fractional EA that just did my calendar and stuff. She was fantastic yeah. at it, but she didn't do anything else for yeah, it. Yeah. And then I went to I went to my my EA now. Who's, her name's Zane, and she's fantastic. But like, but like, she didn't know a lot of this stuff. But I'm like, all right, I'll teach you how to do this. Let me show before, you yeah. how, what, how yeah. this goes and, and how to make this work. And I'm like, think of Athena. You guys should have scaled her up to this. But yeah. it's probably just a misunderstanding on how that all works. So anyway, I mean, I'm still paying her. Still a client of Athena. She's like, running your puzzle. You like bought a company. You no, know, she literally, like, she runs She runs my real estate stuff. She runs my puzzle stuff. She runs like run my budgeting app. Not, not but, but like she'll classify any, yeah. any you know, the charges that come through yeah. and make sure that it, where it's supposed to be and i'm like my life is dramatically better that's now. awesome that's awesome every bill i pay i just take pictures send it to her and it, like it's great she does fantastic anyway. well, can you do a thing on athena where you just hire them after they've worked for al for like nine months because <laughs> i want i want the post al experience yeah. like now they can do everything I like al's hard work yeah she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She legit man she is she is like a ninja at this stuff now just like like when it's fun when you reach the spot but it's taken a year but we've reached the spot where like I'm like, I was just thinking I should do that. She's like, I know, I got you. Yeah. Hey, your friend's having a birthday. You want to send them this or this? And I'm like, oh, uh, yes, I do. Uh, yes, and that's yes. exactly what I would send them. It's a whoopee cushion. Yeah. <laughs> you, you nailed it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The payoff is here. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> so we've invested a lot in trying to make email better. And that's the problem. Yeah. Well, so, well, so faster, better. What they're doing is they're doing like Office 360 and, and Google tools. Think basic things like small basic things like the same box 
move, which same box is, is we'll take anything that we think might be spam or whatever and put, turn it into a digest and like show you what's there. The faster, better guys are like, we could do that with AI. We can, we can dynamically, you know, if nobody opens this one. It's always spam. Like you, and you never open it. We're going to move it to a place where you can still find it. You can still search for it, but like, we're going to give you the best inbox experience possible. We can do a lot with basic AI and, and, you know, understanding of who you talk to around your contacts and merging that cleaning up like that. A thousand people have tried to do that. And they're like, we just want to take the, the easiest low hanging fruit and charge you a buck or two a month for it. And like, you can, you can start cleaning this up and then we'll add more tools on as we go. I'm like, yeah, I love it. I think everybody will be a subscriber and, uh, it's easy, basic stuff that should be there will dramatically improve experience with calendars, with contacts, with email, all the stuff that we touch a thousand times a day and make that better. So we're excited. We're excited about the space. We're excited about their solution for it. I also love that they're like solving in the exact same way they did before with like, yeah. we're building a thing that makes our lives better. We're expecting nobody to use it. We'll build it, put it out there. And then, you know, once a million people are using it, we say, oh, we've got a great thing and off we go. So yeah. really like, really like Matt Ellis, really like the team, really like the company. So we're, we're excited to be in there. Very first raise, which, you know, it's always, it's, it's fun when you're like a first check into these things, which, yeah. which is sort of a badge of honor, I think for us to be like, no, we saw it early, believed in them, went with it. So that's bad. Yeah. I, I, I've, I like that a lot too. Like it's, I've, I've had a few conversations with family offices recently who are kind of interested in what we're doing. And so much of it is that like, we get to do the most fun part in those yeah. first checks. And they're like, they're all kind of like, oh, we wish we could do that. Right. But like the checks aren't quite big enough. And like, yeah. we don't quite know the folks who are doing those things and we don't hear about them until they've already raised an overpriced C round or whatever. And I think that's like, it's, it is, I think actually what makes it like the most credible for us to be positioned the way we are, where it's like, you know, this is all we're going to do. Like, we're not trying to go raise $50 million to do this stuff. Like, yeah. because that is like the most meaningful and fun part. And that's like what I love about these. Like, I, I hope, I hope Matt and the posse kill it, but also <laughs> like, they're all high risk and fun because yeah. of it. So, well, it's funny too. Like, for, like speaking of the of the fundraise, he was telling me he's like, "Yeah, I sent a note out to like a hundred of my you know VC buddies, and I got like eighty eight responses within two hours." Yeah, <laughs> was like, he was like, "Everybody was really excited for me." You know? Yeah, that's and, awesome. And so, like, that's one of those. That's one of those though that like, if we tried to show up two rounds from now, yeah, like we'd never make it in. Like, yep. there'd be no way. But because like we get to be like, oh thing we love you we're we, let's go we're like let's just go yep yeah you guys go way back yep. so you get that first email yep. like that's awesome yeah I, I liked that they i think they're in like the under all the like tinkerers and builders are in the kind of like sexy like mac app activity yeah, space yeah. and these guys are like no like look at where the big numbers are it's all like office workspace users google docs like we can do a ton of stuff in that and that's where yeah. the big market is well if they can have margins at like two bucks a month right like great awesome you're doing yeah you're doing fantastic and then like you'll probably end up charging more because that's just the way it works but like you can live around there man that'd be amazing everybody, everybody would put it in it's cost of a candy bar right yep experience working with big partners is huge like they'll just grow right under Google's nose. Yeah. Like they'll watch them develop. And well, also, really, I mean, they built yeah. all their, their last company was all on inroads into AWS, which is yeah. notoriously hard to like interface with or build a company around, but like yeah. they did great. Yeah. So high confidence that, that they can navigate this if they're right. This is an accidental theme that we usually have each quarter, but like <laughs> all of our companies are repeat founders or entire founding teams, which That's is cool. like experienced previous exits. It, it, pretty awesome but yeah reading that through that deck is just like all four of them have worked together at their last company yeah like, that's cool yeah that is cool yeah that's really cool. successful things and i you can you can feel in that deck the like contempt I, yeah <laughs> but like the design is so like stock fonts is like i i got this just give me the money like let me yes. get back to work yes. like i'm not over investing in design and pitch like here's the deck yes or no i, I got i got work yeah. to do like <laughs> What's yours, man? What's what's the next one? So th this company finally has a name, which is exciting. It's another Halo. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Is it Halo? Halo. <laughs> I've been saying Halo 
but I, I'm not sure. I'm not positive. I haven't heard of. <laughs> I haven't heard of pronounce it. Uh, I think they should go with Al's pronunciation. Al. <laughs> it's very bright. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an optimistic company Which for a nuclear company. You want it to be it's bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alo Alo Atomics. Fuck Alo Atomics has been in the making for a long time. So this, like, probably more than a year ago now, um, and I did the podcast about where's my flying car that book yeah. is like gets you really into like nuclear nanotech and all this stuff chris who's a friend of mine that we were just talking about athena reached out and was like dude you should meet my buddy matt he was my founder Humi, which is a healthcare sort of company they're like the gusto of canada like payroll <laughs> hr benefits yeah, yeah. like huge enterprise successful yeah. company up there built that whole thing but his it undergrad took me a minute like, to remember gusto <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like it's, it's been a minute since Alex had to work with Gusto. It's the payroll company of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, it's big. It's a successful yeah. company. But Matt's like original education was all in nuclear, like engineering yeah. and physics and stuff. And so he's what just gotten like, I love these here things. we go. Like, I want to spend the rest of my life working on Isn't this. Isn't that like, weird when, you, when you're like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a nuclear physicist. You're like, right. <laughs> oh, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget that they exist. I right? just use such a trope of like yeah, uber yeah. smart. I'm into astrophysics. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are you doing in payroll software? <laughs> Getting some easy money and then going yeah. back to nuclear. Yeah. 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 So he gets <laughs> your semester off so you can go do the thing that really matters again. Yeah. I'm working at Arby, so I can go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my money in payroll, so I can go. Chipotle guy. Yeah, this right? is the it's classic. This is the classic trope of the stripper paying her way through college, guys. That's what this is. So. <laughs> this is the, yes, the tech version. I, I have to build a successful uh, payroll company. Yeah, that's so right. I can find <laughs> well, Matt, my father wasn't proud. <laughs> so Matt, I like sort of caught up like every quarterly or so as he was like navigating and exploring this kind of this like world of nuclear and being like how the hell like why is nobody getting regulatory approval what are the startups doing like who's building what what's crowded what's not what are the pathways to commercialization and it, it finally kind of the the pieces all came together and this is going to be a slightly edited vert like we are not able to share everything that we know about this company publicly on the podcast it's it's Ooh. there's more in the lp notes Give but us your money like and we'll tell you. Classic paywall trope, Eric. Really paywall. nice. Really, really like, nice. That's amazing. Paywall is, paywall is five grand a quarter. And we'll tell you what's up. I mostly just didn't want Are to think. Are you titillated? Yeah. Like, Do you think that's a bulletproof case? Because it's yeah. not. So like there's the pieces are coming together for this company to kind of like get created and find this really interesting what are they like doing eric We're all dying to know. Stuff. they are building designing and building nuclear fission micro reactors the micro reactors like small scale in the like power a city don't power a state 100 kilowatt to 10 megawatt range yeah very small so like the small modular reactors small enough to power a residential home or a more suburb? than that. more than that but not a well, suburb what about my home Maybe Bo's house. <laughs> <laughs> like, two nuclear microwaves. Color me interested. Yeah. <laughs> we need, so, like, there's a bunch of people doing small modular reactors. That's last energy. That's X energy. There's, like, a ton of people retrofitting, like, whole power plants. That's, like, sure. a yeah. big-ass thing. These guys are, like, not quite shipping container scale, but, like, smaller and ideal for remote installations and things like that. So they want to, like, design and build these at, like, factory scale so they can crank out a ton more of them honestly that's like an incredibly fun space right like it's, if you if really, you can really pull cool. that off that is like magic yeah. right like that is awesome it's really really cool they, well, they've got a good niche early in the market i think they've got an interesting like path to regulatory approval that is like amounts to a competitive advantage in this space at the moment because none of these have ever been approved for sale yet mm -hmm. and they their explicit goal is like be the first one to actually like legally reach the market when their secret sauce is like it's two guys that can actually do this right yeah but we can't say anymore at the moment. Hey, wall. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't install this paywall, okay, Matt, Matt, the founder. Yes, did. I, know, like, I know, I know, I know. A, a, I know. I'm not mad that it exists. I do yeah. want whoever, you know, I do yes. want you to pay us. <laughs> right. Like, but I'm not going to hide that fact. No, no, no. No, I think this one is really cool and out there. And it would be really awesome to see yeah. this thing pulled off. Like yeah. really world changer if you can pull it off well sir i mean the idea the idea of just letting like a like a like my city yeah five thousand person thing all of a sudden they'd be like oh no 
And look, we shut all that down and put this Coke can on there. And, yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. Not and, that uh, micro, uh, but yes. Yeah, that was the whole thing. We nailed it. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting niche because they're not trying to do like grid level stuff. It's like you need a, a backup for a data center, let's say, or a military base that's remote or factories that need like that want the heat and the energy and they're off the grid or they need to like manipulate stuff independently. You could build a ton of these and serialize them into a plant, which is really cool. But they also are small enough like you know those big ass like dump trucks they have in mining operations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You could put one of these on a big vehicle. Yeah, that's like, amazing. In theory, like a train or something. Like you could do really cool stuff with the this train that ran forever. Format. Yes. Yeah, like a Snowpiercer. Let's make that real. <laughs> this is your next book. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you wanted to take a cut at a fiction book at some point, and it's yeah. actually going to be rooted in this investment. This I, is like I it's do- a seawolf. It's yeah. a seawolf. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Boat out there just going forever, harvesting protein cakes. Yeah. Man. This is the beginning of the nuclear pirates. Guys, yeah. we have so many, so many weird books that we brought together <laughs> in this one moment. And nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, Ala Atomics, really, really cool. Uh, they will be announcing a bunch more recently. The fa- Hello. <laughs> the founder. <laughs> I'm going to unplug Al's mic. The founder, the founder shares a bunch of great stuff on nuclear on Twitter. So. Follow Matt Lozak and learn more about this company is, is a really, really cool one. It'll it'll be it'll require a lot more patience, I think, than some of these quick software company SaaS things that we that we got. But I'm yeah, really no, glad this, this one's this in the one mix of our and longer, very exciting. Our longer throws that like, can we change humanity with our small check? All regulatory risk and technical risk. If it hits the market, yep. It's a it's a big company. It's a lot of ifs, but that's what we're about, man. Yeah. We're, we, we need some of those in here. Roll those you guys, dice. You guys don't want only sure bets. You want the <laughs> micro nuclear reactors in here. Mm-hmm. And we're here for it. Well, it's funny because like, because like so much of our criteria too is like, do we, do we like this stuff? Is it yeah. interesting? Hell yeah. Right? We like this. Because there's, there's a bunch, there's a bunch that'll, you know, people that are like are building companies that you're like, I'm sure you'll be successful. And that's cool. I just don't want to think about it. Yeah. Ever. Yep. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so and so we're gonna pass. I'm sorry, but like like this is like ooh. Yeah. We can nerd out on that. That'd be fun. Right, cool, man. Good find. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Shout out to Chris for for hooking that up and whoop, Matt whoop. for letting us in. And like we are, I think we're lucky. There's not that many in this industry that raise at like smaller rounds yeah. and reasonable things. Like you don't always yeah. get a chance. Like. Well, well, this is one that like at the point where either regulatory or technical is proven out, they don't like they'll yeah. never need any of us ever again. Yeah. Right. Like it's solved problem. So to, to be able to like pay a small salary for the guys while they're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. We'd love to be here. Yeah. And the their round was led by 50 years, which is a cool, like, yeah. super futuristic. What's their what's their um, the San Francisco based, like all entrepreneur LPs, which is really cool. Um, it like pretty, pretty big 50, fun. 50 year type yeah. companies yeah 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 they're that, they're, that they're like now that i hear the name yep yes. yep <laughs> i got it i got it I'm with good, you. good work al all right let me tell you about our third and final for the quarter yep. yes yep three for the quarter just three yep yeah okay and i love that it was, this is like the last checkout so it was like not 50k it was forty six thousand nine hundred ninety three dollars yeah. twenty eight cents. That's correct. <laughs> like we are, we are just kings of ruining the math on tables. We would like to write you a twenty five k check. We'd like to write you a twenty six. <laughs> you suck. We appreciate your patience. With That's us. right. We do that. We just uh, we, we deploy every dollar as right. best we yeah. can. We That's don't want right. it sitting That's around. Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is solved data. Solve is uh, from this guy, Neil. Neil built sale through from back in the day. So if you've been in e-commerce for a decade-ish, yeah, you yeah. remember sale through. Sale through was, was actually really, really forward thinking in terms of like they would crawl your, your catalog on your website, ingest all of your products, and then like build customized recommendations by email for them. They were the first to be doing this. They were innovative that you didn't have to maintain a feed to them. They just knew and saw it. Like, the, like there's a bunch of stuff they're doing right. Their product really struggled after Neil left. But like, man, for a while there, they were they cost a fortune. Yep. Had a big promise. Did a great job. But then, then like 
just got surpassed by a bunch of people in the market. We used them. I tried to stiff them with a big bill as I left. I, I tried sending them like the <laughs> like the spider that I valued at thirty thousand dollars, like that idea. It didn't go. Bad. I ended up having to pay him money, but uh, really didn't like the service in the end. But in the beginning, we loved it. Thought it was great. So Neil's back. Neil's Good. back doing a thing. He's he's doing solid data. So so the idea with this is I've been waiting for a long time. I literally have a PowerPoint from like a decade ago where I describe like the e-commerce brain, where like if we can start building data events around a a primary key of a customer, right? So like Bo comes to the site, Bo chats with a customer service agent. Bo doesn't come back for three months. Like I should know that, oh, this thing, he came tied to this. And then I didn't see him again. Maybe there's a customer service problem here. Or what was the, this event that happened right there? And then we send him an email and then we send him a text. And then this other thing happens. Like we can understand what's happening in this and then change what we're doing based on these inputs. And so everything like you can, there's a lot of places that you can save data. Like you can, you can data lake data where you just dump it all in a big space, but there's not a lot of stuff where like you're you're trying to have an active center brain that's, that is aggregating all of this around the, the customer and then building outputs or, or like changing how the, the site behaves or how, you know, customer service flows would go something like that. Right. So solve is solve is coming in saying, Hey, we're going to do that. Right. Their, their V1 is really around first party data, right. Trying to like help you, the merchant recreate the data that you used to be able to access very easily with like, with like, I mean, you used to be able to connect to Facebook and find your people and do stuff with them because it was very transparent who was doing this and your third party apps would help you. So first party is like the e-commerce so first, company itself so owns if, the yeah, data. If I go to your yeah. website and you, you're allowed to, t- to track what, what happens on your website. Yeah. But third-party trackers are now a big no-no, which is like other companies want to be put on my website and monitor what they're doing. Which was everybody used Facebook and Google for that. Everybody used the third-party tracker because it's hard to build and maintain your own data storehouse of your own customers and what you're doing, right? So they're coming in saying, look, look, we'll help you solve this first. We'll help you build your first-party data so you have data again that you can access, you can take with you, you can do whatever you want with. But also, we are going to make that a really rich data set by connecting all these other sources as, as time goes on to the point where now you will have your e-commerce brain that you can connect back into your Shopify store and say, hey, when somebody does this, this should happen. And like, we'll learn about this and make it better. And so I've been looking for this forever, man. There's a lot of people that are, that are doing data, a lot of people doing data in e-commerce, none that are doing data that I think are doing it phenomenally well. And so we're I mean, it's still too early to say that they're, they've solved it, but like they're aimed in the right direction. It's from a founder that we really believe gets it and like, and has done interesting stuff in this space. Yeah. Before. This is such a sane next stop after sale through because yeah. sale through yeah. was so much of this on like the front end CRM side, that like internalizing that and giving it to you, the e-commerce owner. I mean, this dude has got to be one of the smartest 10 people in the world about the thing that he's yeah. tackling, which is exactly who you want Wait, to see. Wait, did you use Sail3? Yeah, yeah, man. Literally one of the best, it was one of the best kind of e-commerce tool pitches that I've ever seen. It was so good, in fact, that I remember the sticker shock on their pricing. Everybody swallowed it. And I remember <laughs> there was like there was like a six-month period where everybody that I knew working on an e-commerce business got on sale through. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, it just, like having the skill set to do it was the biggest shortage. They And then it's like, do you need to hire them to do it? Can you hire people to do it? Like, <laughs> I mean, he has lived this show before and I yeah. think really awesome to get to back him. Like, this is going to be really cool. And, and the environment is hurt, like demanding this solution, right? Like the, as yeah. these, Facebook already turned theirs off. Well, well, like with Apple, uh, like everything, or Apple's everything, it's it already. just very Google's out of vogue to, to let third party stuff yeah. exist. And so like building your own and then enriching that in meaningful ways is yeah. going to be crucial. And people can't afford to keep reacquiring their own customers through like the acquisition costs of Instagram and YouTube and stuff like yeah. increasingly have to just like own your own data. Well, well no, acquisition is one thing. And then there's also just the maintenance and like longevity of that customer, which is where, where a lot like. Like imagine in my world. So I've got I've got a an e-commerce sort of collection of companies, right? And so I I should have first party data from like five different stores. And I should know if I got a customer in one, yeah, 
And and like, did I feed it over to the other? Like, who? Where else is it shopped? What has happened? But like, because I don't own that first party data, I I like it's really tough to do that. Yeah. And so now creating a world where it's like, oh no no, and and they've hit these flags, they've done this, and so like me as an enterprise, I've built this this profile and I've augmented it with all these other inputs. Like, yeah. it starts to be a really really cool thing. And this one this one came through. There's actually an investor in Pretzel, my oh. my defunct my defunct. I'm so sad that that doesn't exist, man. Every time I try to do a budget thing, I'm like, fucking pretzel. I was a genius. <sighs> this episode will now be devoted to pretzel. Uh, <laughs> but they were, they were one of my first checks into pretzel and just, just a good, good group that we stayed in touch with. And, you know, they, they, they were coming in on this and sent it over to us because they knew I loved, yeah. I love the space. And, and so we're, we're coming in and excited to be in. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a big round too. Like I, they're yeah. going to be able to make a long way on this. Yeah, well, and this is one that like you can't you can't raise a million and a half and do anything right. Yeah. It needs like it needs like a real engineering move and, and which, sales, which uniquely positions a guy with this track record aimed at the space to do it. So, yeah, is it the early traction is good? I think they've had a very thoughtful like wedge and wedge and expand. Yeah, like well, my, approach my, to this. I we we installed it on ours, so we're testing it on on my companies. I was like, I. I've seen a lot of these. Let me try yeah. it out. We'll test it. Make sure it's real before we come in because, yeah. So it, it's real. We like it. It's yeah. Cool. I mean, it's such an amazing advantage. Every time we get an e-com pitch, I'm just like, Al, do you like this? <laughs> Would you try it? Are you a customer yet? Let's go. Have you I know, been I know. for this for four yeah. years? If so, try it. If, yeah. if you're like, oh, shit. It's it's like, been, it actually has been a bunch of them. I'm like, yes. I've stared at this for a long time and never cared about this. Yeah. Or this is the exact same pitch. I've seen, you know, seen this pitch every year. Like, yeah. but yeah, when you see one like that and you're like, yeah, we integrated it and it made us money and <laughs> let's go. I'll tell my friends. Yeah. We should all do it. Yeah. 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 Really cool one. What's the next quarter theme going to be? We never know. We never know. The last quarter's theme was oops, all B2B SaaS. Yeah. Oops. All like, yeah. Like, you know, but, but all different industries, all different stages. Like that one was good. And now, yeah, we got product. This one is oops, all repeat founders teams what's man i'm curious like what do you guys like what's your impression of the of the the space out there right now of like fundraising and stuff i think the bar is going up i think like less of the low end companies are getting funded i think prices are coming down but not as much as they will i think i think they'll continue to kind of come down it, that's interesting because that that is one of the one of the things that we ask ourselves now is like we want to be early but can this round actually come together like, uh, do we believe you're going to go and get everybody to follow? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a tough, I mean, like, there's a story to tell both ways. Like, we like to be early and, like, first check in, which we were for, Difference make we for were somebody. for ALO and for Faster Better. I also do not mind being, like, the last check in on some of these that you're like, it's just dicey. It's um, actually, dude, that's the most frustrating investor feedback. People like, yeah, I want to be there. Call me when you've done, when everybody else is committed and then I'll be in there. But like, uh, like, yeah, I mean, like, it, I think it's, you guys might have different perspectives. I don't think it's like super responsible of a founder to be like, I'm raising around, just like, give me your 50 or hundred K right now. And like, I'll let you know. It's like, I want to know that you have a whole actual round put together. I don't want to pay sure, two weeks of but, your payroll. Like, well, dude, I, I like, honestly, it's, while you keep fundraising. Yeah. Like so it, it kind of goes, it goes both ways, right? We're like, we're like, if you're going to raise a million dollars and you pull 500 K in like, great, go build. And then the outcome of that build will, will fill your other 500 K, right? Or yeah. like you yeah. look at, there's no right way or wrong way to do it. I don't think it's, irres I'm saying, I don't think it's irresponsible founder because I did it this way, <laughs> uh, but, but it is like, no, I, I, I think I think any way you make a company exist is worth it. But, yeah. but like it is, it does feel, it feels like there's a lot less riffraff. Like it, it feels riskier to start a company right now than it has in a while, maybe. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I also think that like there's going to be a lot more people in the next six months whose best alternative to go start a company because sure. they lost their fang job or yeah. whatever. And everybody's going to, you know, watching this Twitter experiment. Hey, can we get rid of 80% of the people and still grow? Well, those people are going to go, go do something, yeah. right? I think I actually, my hunch is that sometime in the next three quarters, we will end up with a theme that is all people who are laid off by Fang yeah, that are sure. starting companies now. I think actually we'll see, we'll see a round of that. I think it's going to be hard to avoid seeing at least a quarter or two where there is not a handful of different combobulations of AI companies. And like oh, the yeah. tough thing with those right now is like, 
they're all kind of using the same backends and they're different wrappers on the front end and stuff. And I've been looking at a few of them that I'm like, I can't tell if those are real companies or if those little, little I, tools or whatever, but I, it's, it's coming. Like we're going to see a bunch of them all clustered together at some point. I it's think. a little bit of a scary, like from our perspective, it's like, I, I don't want a ton of pictures of people who've been like thinking about something for three months. Agree. Like we got to filter hard for the, I mean, like, it's the, it is yeah. the opposite of the, it is the opposite of the folks who are like, Hey, they've been in a sector 10, 20 years, or yeah. they're the experts in a thing. It's like, on the other hand, like, amazing consumer things get built on stuff sure. that people have been thinking about for less than three months because it wasn't possible a yeah. year ago and yeah. when you've got new tools on the back end where it's like yeah this is obviously going to exist it's just until this other thing existed you couldn't do it and now there's 20 cuts at it and there's a bunch of great companies that are like capabilities that were worth building inside facebook that someone would leave like adversarial testing was like yeah. an example of this of like yep. yeah like no it was Those really cool. just for us I, I had a buddy call me and, and say he, we were just talking about the ai stuff he yeah like, he's like i feel this feels like buying domains in the 90s right we're like there's got to be a bunch of little of like stuff that the ai now solves yep that if we can like get in early on it do you have like is there anything that you're like staring at that you're like man this should exist now like dude using using chat gpt and like nerding out on it for a couple of weeks. Like my mind is blown, but also everything I want to do with it is like iterative executive assistant stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I think that, I think that the the current killer app that everybody's fired up about, but I don't know if there's a company is just cheating on your homework. Yeah. Like, like, but but like, but in all seriousness, like someone is going to build a thing in that space that is, gets used by lots of people. So I saw somebody rigged up their 3d printer to be like chat GPT is generating a script and their 3d printers handwriting it. Yeah. Like their homework. I I, I honestly like the, the ones, the ones that I've been playing around with. And again, they're, they're, they're not really companies, but like there will be companies is like, I actually think the iteration, like the integration of like AI and like real time generated art, I think is it's one that made me think of you a bit because I think there's going to be some really interesting art companies where it's like every piece is, I was literally playing around with my nine year old and 11 year old. Right. And we're playing in there and saying, you know, like slash imagine in this little discord and just coming up yeah. with anything they want. And it's like creating one of one art that's Mid-journey, never existed dude. before. Yeah. Mid journey is yeah. amazing. Right. And we're like, and I was like, God, like the obvious things you want. And then you go find, there's some versions of them. I was like, Oh, I want to print a collection of these. And it's like, someone is going to go build a little print on demand, cool version where all of the art in your house is created by you you are the artist and like there's gonna be 10 cuts at that and it's gonna be really cool and i did a little presentation of it for fabric where i'm like here give me a repeating floral print yeah that i can use for this and it's like oh this is never now do it with lilies now do it with lilies and butterflies in the style of van gogh and it's like glyph is gonna do a bunch of that i think yeah yeah i mean i I actually think glyph is one of those where it's like i keep thinking about that investment and like man there's gonna be some cool stuff where those things get paired but what i really think is like i I think we're going to see a bunch of interesting cuts, some of which like smell like e-commerce, but on an AI backend, some of which look and feel very different. And uh, I, I don't know, like I've had a hard time figuring out like, oh, this feels like the killer app that how should long, obviously exist. I think you like gotta be a, careful on like oh, a, a bunch of this is gonna accrue to incumbents, right? Like we are like Notion already rolled out AI assistant, yep. like Google will have autocomplete, like yeah. there'll be a ton of that stuff in there. And then there's these like, it, the really high level language, large language model stuff is going to be like whoever's the biggest data centers is going to be able to like crush everybody else or like that'll be incumbents on the big side versus incumbents on the adoption side. I think the real opportunities, which we we have some on the like, kind of our watch list that we're talking to founders about this, whereas like if you're creating your own proprietary dating data set and implementing it, like AI needs to be like one of your three like it, it needs to be a part of your full implementation and like then you can crush an entire industry yeah. but you can't be like but it but i actually think the most but, exciting ones are outside of software but, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, missing but missing that one right missing the ai piece those companies couldn't exist and so like right, yeah, that yeah. one we're like add that in i really want i want the the jarvis from iron man where mm-hmm. like give me the voice that just reads like let me interact with this with with a chat gpt be way more fun than an Alexa or a Google Home. Right? I think like it, way more fun to be like, hey, what's going yeah. on here? It's like, well, actually, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a thing that I was watching recently 
as I was playing around in Midjourney is you can go into those like newbie rooms on Midjourney yeah. and watch mm-hmm. what everyone else is using yeah, it for, yeah. right? And so the ones that I think so you see weird art stuff, you see you see a lot of weird stuff in there. Oh, but yeah. then but then you start to see these like very utility use cases where it is very obvious to me that there is some kitchen designer mm-hmm. who is asking Midjourney to give it better ideas to present to some client that yeah. they're going to go sell to them and it's like modern kitchen with prairie, you know, vibes and blah 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 and it renders for. And then yeah. they change the words a little new again and it's like it's doing all of the work yeah. for someone who's getting paid and the end customer actually has no idea that that's coming from an engine like that. Yeah. And there's some beautiful things, right? And so it's like where where you can like kind of expand your scope of creativity or whatever on those tools, but you already are an expert in a thing feels like very rich territory to me. We've, yeah. we've seen some like, oh, we'll write and illustrate a kid's book for, for yeah. your kid and it'll be unique to you. Yeah. Like there's some stuff like that that's I'm like, like they're they're sort of kitschy, cool things, but but I'm like, man, I still can't quite see what the V3 right. of that is, where yeah. like it solved a real problem or or changed how we live somehow because of this. The Jarvis thing, like I want an AI assistant, voice assistant that fails over to Athena. Like I want yeah. a yeah, 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 yeah. human of like who's like watching my conversation kind of play out. And it's like anything that AI can't do, I want the EA to just like jump in and do it. Like I, th- that loop is like really like if you can speak into a thing and it is resolved and I don't even care whether software did it or not. Oh, that's interesting. That That's interesting of like an EA that stands behind the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the exception the handler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Real human is an exception handler. You sort of like book this book this flight, but I want you to book it with my Amex points. And, and all of a sudden it's like, well, it doesn't have the right access. But now a, a human is like, oh, we got it. And here's yeah. the result. And then the AI is like. Eric, yeah, I've solved your problem. Which is what magic, <laughs> magic, like one tried to do that through text. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember which is, that. Which is interesting, but like AI, fe- the voice feels so much more magic if it's. Good I also, enough. I also like. Man, I had an idea fifteen years ago of like I, I wanted, I wanted the the drive time DJ that would like that would like pull your news, your podcast, your weather, and everything, but like yeah. for you and the stuff that yeah. you like. Right? Oh, it's that'd like, be cool. And like, like just build my morning routine as, a, as yeah. you wake up and it sort of interacts. And like, you can say, hey, move this thing on the calendar, do this thing, do this instead. And like that level of just like, it's a tight one hour or even like, dude, you sit, somebody, somebody, let me plug in all of my, my yeah. Netflix, my Hulu, my whatever. Yeah. And like you're gonna build my nighttime programming. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're, hey, we're gonna do you know? It should be super per- this like that. Fifteen makes a minutes of, of Seinfeld. Oh, that was great. Anyway, move yeah. on. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll just lean back and watch. Yeah, that, that kind of hyper personalization, I think, is gonna happen. It could be really, really cool. Yeah, oh, I wonder, and especially since you can stitch it together. You can generate everything really easily in between. I wonder if there's anything sort of I don't know a- AI, but but with the turntable fm sort of style where we right, right, we right. all come to get like where there's where there's we're we're all actually all getting together but there's something that's solving a thing for i don't know there's a lot of this stuff man that i'm so curious where we end up i can't wait to see what some of the, some of these companies coming up the chain are man yeah there's some wild stuff you want to do some portfolio updates do it do what, it what, what you, no lay it on us eric <laughs> you know, eric you were you were the, you were the captain both you were, both, yeah both <laughs> me and bo were just excited yeah to be i know i can't job, wait guys. to hear him good job <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a note going out to lps i think I'll, I'll put it out tomorrow as we're recording this that's about just what's going on in the 14 companies we invested in last year basically and i there's six seven that are like there's material exciting updates for just really not all are like publicly announceable yet, but just really cool to see everybody growing like Omela yep. steady, like just growing usage week over week. Over yeah. They week. know where they're going. They're, they're just executing small teams, yep. executing quick. I feel um, like all of their investor updates literally can just be one chart and you'd know everything you need yeah, to know. Yeah. It's like up and to the right significantly. Have a nice day. Yep. Like, Still going. which is really awesome. Plenty of cash growing like crazy. Yeah, there we right. go. Drively like staying quiet for a while, but early customers, cool stuff happening like i can't wait till they announce and we get to have them on the podcast and hear their stories like those guys are amazing <laughs> they, they were great because like i like i remember when you were pitching i'm like i don't know the space as well man but i'll trust you on this if you, you none like, of us know like, the space you're like this is great <laughs> but my i got a buddy that's like like the dude in the in the car journalism mm-hmm. world stuff and he's working on a new idea and i was like you should talk to the driveway guys connected him up and he's like this is the real deal man this is amazing and i yeah. was 
That's great to know. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. But he was was just so excited about what they were building and the problems that it was going to solve for like people that are trying to do the next generation of like car buying and selling and parts and the aftermarket and all that stuff now gets to exist in a world where Drively does their job well. And it's like, that's cool. It is wild how some like, I think Plaid's the best example. These Some of these companies can be like, if you heard the pitch, like unless you really understood the industry and the problem, you'd be kind of like... is that is that doesn't that already exist? Does that matter? Like, doesn't everybody have the data already? And then like people in the industry who experience it are like, holy shit, if you give me that, you know what I yeah. can do? Yeah. yeah. Like th- Pl- this Plaid is, is a great example of like the pitch would be we're gonna let you log into your bank account. And it's like, why can't I I I yeah. just go build an API into Chase? Uh, yeah. Like they offer it. I could do it just like that. It's like but we're going to charge an obscene amount of money on top of it. And we're going to do it gonna, for all of them. And yeah. then we'll do it for a bunch. Of, yeah, and it's like, all right, whatever, man. Yeah. But then as they get going now, any fintech that comes up, you would never try and build that yourself. And now they're yep. so big that the SEC yeah. blocked their acquisition. Yep. Like, yeah. wild. We uh, should all build companies that the SEC blocks. I mean, yeah, that's agree. our new agree. Guys, that's... I think when we get there, then I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Once I do that, then that's, that's right. It. Yeah. Luckily for you, they're lowering their bar every day. Yeah. They're just like block, block, block. Yeah. No, nobody can sell anything. I'm sorry, ever you again. cannot have a quilting monopoly on the planet Earth. You I just can't it. have it. You can't right. have a dangerous struggle of control <laughs> over the over the quilting they know market. Me. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which is a real thing, man. Stare. I think Joanne's is streaming at like 160 million market cap right now. I'm like, dude, Are you we licking, should you all licking just your chops. In. Oh my gosh, dude! How great would that be? Three billion in revenue for a hundred and sixty million. They do that much revenue, dude. Yeah, two point nine billion last year. Why is the stock so bad? Because they so many. Because Al's not running it. It's because Al's not running it. Because they have six hundred and some stores with a mountain of debt attached to them. Well, and like and like physical retail gets valued so crappy because like like Michaels, right? If Michaels can do one percent of growth. Everybody just high fives and they have parties on a yacht. Like it's that's all you're trying to do is just this tiny incremental. But we're running in these physical retail shops where e-commerce, you don't have any of that debt. You don't have any of the the leases and all the stuff tied to that. Doesn't matter. You're just making money out of a warehouse. Physical retail, you have such a mountain of overhead associated with that $3 billion that their value is just like peanuts. I'll buy them both. Gets rid of all the real estate, ships all their inventory to Hamilton Bank. Let's, let's go. Everybody comes. Who wants to do a roll up? Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's, 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 let's stitch it together. Hi. We're, hey. we're, we're going. Hey. That's going to be our, hey. our entire Q2. Yeah. Is the yes. The yes. quilting investment. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Other last two portfolio updates real quick. Stell Engineering like launched their presses out. They didn't launch a product. They, they announced their fundraise. Finished a $3 million round. Added a co-lead. And That's hired their. They ended um, up being like a little. Cinderella, man. Everybody loved that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves them. Yep. Yeah. No, I think uh, it was a, that was one of those where we, I think we all looked at at the beginning. We're like, that sounds like hard. They seem smart. Let's see what happens. And now everybody's like, oh, they're amazing. <laughs> 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 yeah, what an incredibly obvious yeah. need, but that's going to be a hard company that, that, yeah, totally believe it. And they added a, a technical, I'm not sure if co founder or senior technical person who's managing that product team is a perfect background, like yeah. SpaceX, Palantir, like oh, just nice. a dude. So th- that's going to be. That's gonna be really cool. I'm excited for that. Life is rock and roll. We got to go out to Utah and go see this guy and test his product. Everybody I know is getting a, one of those things for Christmas next year. Yeah, or this year. Yeah, this year. Good, like good. I can't wait to get those out in the world and like just be, be awesome. cranking. Every time my wife gets out her cricket, I'm just like, soon that's gonna be a glyph. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is happening. Um, I will destroy them. Yeah, and then uh, we've chained Omar's gonna come on the pod like next week. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm that's great. Him, I'm gonna have him and Zach pet it on. Oh man, oh, that'll be awesome. Gonna like tear great up the, the awesome fintech. They finished their round, yeah. We yeah, they they're kind of like value add angels only stage right now. They're they're playing the game of like how far, like how much conviction can we get before like we have to do a big yeah. a bigger raise. So they're like, eh, you know, another couple of months we might get another like big partner or two, like which could really boost the valuation. This is like a tough dance to play, but they're doing great and building like crazy and sponsoring hackathons. Yeah. They got customer implementations. They got revenue now. Like it's growing like crazy. That's cool. It's just such a cool, like, I was, I was telling Omar, I was like, dude, you need to, we can lobby Congress to, like, mandate. Like, there is no world in which, like, financial institutions that hold people's money shouldn't have, like, a 
verified chain of custody and like yeah. proof of liquidity and proof of reserves at all time. Like if Especially you were building right it from now, scratch, I was going to say, yeah. FTX should be impossible. No, well, as I'm the as I'm looking like, at the BlockFi bankruptcy settlement papers yeah. in the other room, where they're like, oh, well, we locked the prices there, and this is how much we think we're in. It's like. No, you actually like said you were custodying my coins and instead you were not. Yep. Like, no, what? But that's what it's going to end up being. Yeah. Wow. And that's like, that should be every financial institution should just permanently have like red light, green light next to it. And it's like, if you yeah. ever lose that red light, like paratroopers fall out of the sky on you with, or at least cases. tell all of the customers, right? <laughs> like, like just transparent. <laughs> like, or a text. Yeah. Goes out. Uh, I mean, yeah, either yeah, one really yeah. solves the problem. Yeah. All right, I like, like my solution. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that, that, but that's one of the early like use cases for Weave Chain. I think that's super cool. Yeah, no, um, I, I think their like timing is amazing with that. So, yeah. and honestly, it'd be great to hear like their perspective on like the current state of things because yeah. they have got to have like a lens where it's like we could have fixed this before it ever became a problem. Yeah, don't you want to keep it from happening again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like every I, I can imagine every politician wanting to stand up and be like, FTX should never have happened. It yeah. can never happen again. Like. Everybody should pass this thing that's like requires. It's like, yeah, seems seems so clear. Like, if you want regulation, have them self automatically self regulate. It'd be very easy. Also, yeah, it feels like it feels like that should exist inside of inside of non financial companies too, right? Like, mm -hmm. like just yeah. the 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 ability to do accounting should be so like, oh, we know exactly what money's here, what yeah. where it's aimed for, like what it did before. Just connect your thing and we'll yeah. tell you if we can give you a loan or not. Yeah. Bang. All right. That's portfolio updates for the most part. Fun's still growing. Still growing. Still growing. I wasn't growing. sure, like, you know, this is downturn, people holding cash. I understand. We got like people still seven, like yeah. getting into nuclear. People still like nuclear. We got seven new LPs this quarter. So we're uh, yeah, we're we're doing we're aimed at some of the some couple bigger fish to round us out. And then yep. Like really, I mean, I I feel like we've kind of got the best friends in that we that we love. If you have other best friends you like in, come along. Yeah. But but like initially, it's mainly like Eric's Twitter following, and then like a few of our friends have come together and like let us do this, which is awesome. And then yeah. we'll we'll round it out with some big swings and and yeah. I, I was talking to a friend this week who um whatever he is a guy in the hedge fund world. And I was, we were just talking about kind of what we're up to and kind of how we approach this and everything. And he was like, quiet for like a long time. And he was like, what you do is so much more fun than what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Right. You're right. And I was yeah. like, yeah, we don't want to, we don't want, like, we want to intentionally keep this in the, you know, two, three million a year because that lets us write 50, 100, $150,000 checks. And he was like, Oh my God, that is like so such a breath of fresh air compared to like, oh, we need a $30 million commitment. And then we, and then, uh, and it, there's all of this regulation that goes, well. I was like, yeah, Angel List really does most of that for us on the back end. <laughs> like, we basically get to talk about cool companies and people we want to back and Some, then decide. Yeah. Like, someone so on, awesome. Someone on Twitter described like working on Wall Street that like they were like, oh, I used to work on Wall Street where the highlight of my day was trying to put together my seamless lunch order. Oh, I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. I saw I that. Like, that was, was hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, is a, that is the exact reason. <laughs> Said like not to be at a hedge fund yes. instead of be over yes. here where it's like yeah yeah th there's no dread in any of the work we do no this, no like, it's awesome if we we're trying to do some big some big a16z it's like oh just got to no. crunch numbers all day i wonder what i'm gonna have for lunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are excited about lunch yeah, also. yeah, yeah, yeah. also true still, also true still fun yeah who um, are we sponsored by today what lunch will be uh johnny joe stromboli is that true johnny joe's a yeah. local legend hole in the wall yeah um mm, yeah but it's but part you of haven't those. had it have you i haven't had stromboli Al, in Al, a long time you're in for a treat let alone you're in for, in for a treat this is this is part of bo's plan fill us up with cheese and dominate us on the basketball court mm. that's uh it's going to be a thing. We the surprise first, awaits, honestly. though. <laughs> it might be. I, I only play basketball when I'm filled up with cheese. <laughs> Speaking of LPs. Yeah. I was listening to a fascinating podcast recently about the size of the endowment and hedge fund inherent in the Mormon church. And I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, it's very large. What are our, what are our ins? on that is there is there a way to get the uh, get, you able to get that hundred bill get some of that hundred bill just a tiny fraction you know of that favorite thing is about the hundred billion dollar hedge fund that the ensign peak is it's like it's like seven percent growth like like they have not crushed their returns oh. they've just like 
We can help with that. Actually, my friend that I was talking to who was at a hedge fund, that is one of their LPs. Hmm. And it is like one of the big home run LPs when you can get them, right? It's like yeah, you want to yeah. get, get Harvard, you want to get the big university endowments, and then you want to get the Mormons. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And everybody, says, everybody says that about us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the Mormon vote? Yeah. Great. We're in. Yeah. 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 You got Utah. Delight. Yeah. yeah. You got Utah and two counties in Southern California. There's no yeah. higher compliment than the affection of a Mormon, I've found. That's true. That's true. Because I'm it's pure sexual. <laughs> because it's pure they, love. They love you for you. <laughs> They're not trying to bone you. They just want to give you love. <laughs> makes sense. Honestly, now that you said it out, it makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. It's so pure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Uh, we're honored yeah. by your presence. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, I thanks for gracing us. I hope you feel the genuine love here. Yeah. Nothing sexual. I yeah, do. no, I've never yeah. been more relaxed than I am right now, yeah. actually. It's, it's amazing <laughs> just hearing that out loud. Yeah. I just am, feel calm. I feel loved from, yeah. from me. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, you guys. Till next That's a time. good place to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you hanging out with us today. Thanks for putting up with us. This podcast is even more fun to listen to when you're an investor and getting equity in these companies alongside us. Uh, you can join through AngelList today if you're an accredited investor. Uh, we're enrolling now for Q2, and the minimum is just 4000 a quarter. Um, again, accredited investors only. And please take me seriously when I say that startup investing is incredibly risky, incredibly illiquid. You can lose everything you invest, and it'll take a long time to see returns. Um, so please proceed cautiously. Only invest what you're willing uh, to go without. You can learn a lot more at rolling.fun. There's FAQs, there's the portfolio historically. And if you like this episode, you also love our previous episodes. We've done four. If you just search for rolling fun, you'll find it. For another way to support the show, please leave a quick review or text this episode to a friend that you think would enjoy it. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you hanging out with us today. This is all about laughing and learning, building leverage and compounding our faces off. What our brains aren't evolved to comprehend is how much leverage is possible in modern society. There's a revolution going on, man. Uh, go pay attention to it. Get a part of it. Get exposed to it. You're going to make money along the way. You're going to have fun. The call to adventure. This is the new form of leverage. Take a few quiet moments for yourself. Breathe deep and be well. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.